<laughs> they were like, you really can't be going to work, you know, because, you know, you have just had major surgery. It's like, the residents need me. It's Christmas. <laughs> Welcome to Confessions of a Care Home Entertainer. I'm Eleanor. And I'm Michaela. Welcome back, everyone. It's been a little while. <laughs> it has, but we've been very, very busy behind the scenes. And so, so much uh... has, I feel like so much has changed. Like the world is a different place. Oh, I know. Isn't it weird? It's very weird. There's a war happening. I mean, natural <laughs> flow tests aren't available anymore. Well, they are. They're just £40 a pack. And I've become a mother. And we've both had COVID. And we've both had COVID. <laughs> so much has happened. So much. I've, I've lost a cleaner. <laughs> oh, you've not. You've not I've got cleaner. another one now. I've, I've, I, I did lose a cleaner, but I've, I've got oh. another cleaner now. I'm like, not changing my own bedding. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> the only reason why I have a cleaner is because she changes the bedding. But um, yeah, that was like number one priority is get a new cleaner. Well, basically she was self-employed and you know how these things go she yeah. did a lot of work in like sheltered housings and um mm. we're the first to know that you yeah the the vault shut down again basically the yeah. care homes a lot of them i'd say a good like 80 percent yeah i you know what i was doing i was feeling quite smug because in our little group of people that do this job where we chat everyone had been losing a lot of work since new year and i'd lost like one show i know this week I've lost six <laughs> just this week um so yeah it's been mad I had COVID and I mean shout out to the two vaccines because <laughs> thank god that's all I can say um it was do you know what it's worse now that you've got over it more than when you had it yeah do you know what I mean like it's not like a normal illness is it yeah my husband said exactly the same you know if you have like I don't know like a headache or a migraine and then once it stops it's gone it's like you feel the effects and I'm still feeling the effects today yeah. I, and it's been like what seven days since I've yeah. tested negative I don't know it's a bit weird isn't it yeah but um I mean my husband said exactly the same he he got it and he had quite bad symptoms but I'll be honest with you, I feel like he probably had COVID and something else on top because I was unwell at the same time as him. Yeah. And Jack had a cold yeah. as well. And my mum wasn't well, but we were all testing negative apart from him. Um, so I feel like he probably had COVID plus whatever virus we yeah. got, um, which made him feel really rough. And I feel really guilty because I got COVID that week between Christmas and mm -hmm. New Year and I had no symptoms at all wow none at all i only found out because i was testing yeah. to go to work yeah so i mean i thought i was invincible <laughs> to be honest but thank god for the vaccines yeah no honestly like thank i just i was talking to someone today and i was saying like um i was talking about obviously having covid and she was saying she had it in 2020 before the vaccines mm. and she said i have never been more poorly in my entire life no. So, well, a fellow singer friend of ours got COVID before she'd had her jabs, didn't she? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, she did. And her voice is still kind of not how it was before. No, she's not. She's not recovered. She said less. Um, and... But then she's caught it again. Yeah. But she's had her jabs now and yeah. she's nowhere near as bad as she was. Yeah. So there's the proof. <laughs> months, but months later, her voice and her breathing is still not as it was. Yeah, it's her breathing. And that's what's affecting me. Um, I went, I only went back to work yesterday. And to be honest, right, I missed it so much. That's the thing. That's when you know you're in the right job is when mm -hmm. like every day you're off, you're like, oh, I want to go back to work. Yeah. Like, and and I was like, I was, I hadn't put makeup on for like the whole entirety of like when I had COVID and I was putting makeup on, I was getting really excited. I was like, oh my God, I get to go to work and I get to sing this song and I get to sing that song. Like, it's it's mental, isn't it? Like, that's how you know you're in the right job. When that you is literally it. Can't wait it doesn't feel work. like work, does it? It doesn't. Well, it's, it's not work. Like, it's it's fun. It really is like Most the best of the job time. ever. We know that. <laughs> it's yeah. it's the end of the month. I think I'm just <laughs> it's the end of the month. I'm, so the I'm currently chasing payments, and that's not so fun. But yeah, see, we've been all right with payments lately. I can honestly say, um, yeah, people's been paying before the due, and I'm like, I'll always take that. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. But I I don't like that as much at the minute because there's such a chance of them cancelling because of a lockdown. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
Oh no, I'm talking about like a payment run. Like, say if you give them a month. Oh, you mean like, yeah, within oh, yeah. within the allocated time. That's nice. Yeah, there's only one home that I do that'll pay me prepay me, and I keep telling them don't prepay me. Well, you know, I only had one ever do that to me, and it was the one time my car broke down, <laughs> and I couldn't get to them, <laughs> and I just felt awful because they'd paid me yeah. a couple of days early. I mean, we rescheduled and everything, yeah. but I don't like having the paperwork that is involved because I do an automated mm-hmm. invoicing system that automatically generates and sends, and I don't like the associated paperwork when I have to cancel and reschedule. And That's the one thing that we can't work out either if people cancel us, like, oh God, how do I generate an invoice for like zero pounds? Yeah. To like yeah. cancel it out? Anyway, we're going off topic here. But um, can I just say, when we thought that the petrol was bad before, should we just scrap all that? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we were. Don't, are we getting our? Are we getting our? Well, Going on the I app. Can te- no, hold on. I can tell you because I walked. Through, I went past one just before. Um, I think it's one seventy-seven up here. Don't even go there because mine's over one eighty. No, no everywhere. Yeah, I saw one. I saw one in London that was two pound. Oh yeah, I mean, I f- I filled my car up last weekend and it wasn't even empty and it cost me ninety-two pounds <gasps> and it made me feel physically ill. I have a Range Rover and mine takes like 60. Yeah, mine normally costs about 60 to fill. Mine normally costs 40. No, 65 at a push. How's uh, does like a, a Range Rover and your car's a small How car, many? It? Yeah, but well, it's, it's an SUV, but how many miles will you get to your full tank? Oh, like 250. Yeah, you say I get 600. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So I don't mind. But 92 quid is just a bit much. Yeah. When definitely. even when the petrol was expensive, it was like 70, 71. Yeah. Yeah. Quid to fill up. Oh, it's a dagger to the heart. Let's talk about the fact that you've actually had a, a little human being. I have. I've had a little baby. I've had a little baby Jack. He arrived uh, 22nd of November Ooh. by emergency delivery. And um, he's wonderful. He sleeps through the night. I'm sorry to all the mums out there that are sleep deprived. My child is an angel at night <laughs> and I'm very glad about it. Um, he's great. He's dead laid back, but he does take up an awful lot of my time. Hence yeah. why that's one of the reasons why we've been struggling to get an episode done. Yeah, I know. I'm like, you can do whatever. It's fine. And and like, you're literally like, oh, when I've got time, I can do it. But yeah, we're here now. We can do it. I know. And it's just been so long. I mean, we've been recording a duet that just to do online. And yep. that's been half finished for about a month because I just cannot get him to be quiet long enough. <laughs> I'm glad I'm, I recorded my part before I had COVID, so <laughs> thank God. Oh, God. Is <laughs> he just is fine and then he'll pipe up and he's loud. Yeah. So are you um are you finding it difficult to like be a worker? Because you went straight back of work. Yeah. How many hold on, my let's like let's just let's just get this out in the open. How many days did you like have the baby then you went back to work because I feel like you literally like were walking at the hospital to a gig yeah he was three weeks old when I went back to work um I didn't go back full-on like I normally do but it was it was Christmas and I'd got gigs booked in from the third week of December Mm -hmm. and annoyingly I got Covid the week between Christmas and New Year so that was a week of gigs that I had got booked in that I had to cancel yeah um and then I had I had a week in January off and I was back to work on like the 8th-ish, but back full-time from the 12th of January. So we were six weeks old then. I just, wow. I couldn't not because when when the gigs are there, we've had such a rubbish couple of years. I didn't like to say no to too many yeah, people. Yeah, I know, I know. That's what killed me about like having to cancel my gigs. But mm-hmm. I was very lucky because people like were in lockdown. Every time I rang, they'd be like, got COVID they'd be like oh we're in lockdown anyway so yeah quite fortuitous I was very lucky that I didn't have to like let anyone down because I couldn't have done them anyway so yeah but yeah. That, that is lucky it is um yeah and another thing you know I don't like to to bash the the system too much but I didn't receive any maternity pay until like the end of February oh and I'd already really? been back at work full-time for a month by then um because they're so slow sorting it and so if yeah. you if you are relying on maternity allowance don't <laughs> like if you can plan as much as you can then then do because otherwise you've got no chance it took them 
five months to process my claim. Do you know what I don't get, right? It's the the paternity leave for the fathers. They get two weeks. It's nowhere near long enough. Mm, I don't know. Do you I, think? You know what? I was okay. I mean, Paul had to do everything for like the first week because I'd had a cesarean and then I got an infection and I won't mm-hmm. be too graphic, but I couldn't do much for myself at all. Yeah other than sit there and breastfeed the baby. <laughs> that was like all I was good for. Um, <laughs> so bless him. He had to turn cleaner, chef, taxi driver. He had to do oh my God. everything. How did that go down? You know what? He did an absolutely top job. And I was really proud of him because oh, that's good. it was so out of his comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I do all the, the housework just because he works so many hours out of the house. Mm-hmm. It's normally me that does all of the domestic stuff. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I was really proud of him. And he tried really hard with the cooking. Uh-huh. And, you know, I didn't get food poisoning. Everything was fine. <laughs> I was <laughs> just good. really grateful to have someone bring me a meal because I couldn't stand up for very long after mm-hmm. the surgery. Um, yeah. And then I got an infection. But I was deter- I mean, I, I got rushed into hospital the day before I was due back at work. And they were were like, you really can't be going to work, you know, because, you know, you have just had major surgery. It's like, the residents need me. It's Christmas. There's all people that need to listen to people in quick. (laughs) I was literally like, it's their Christmas party. Oh, God, yeah, Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I couldn't. I I, I couldn't let them down. I couldn't let them down. Um, But thankfully... You know, it's not the most full-on show. There's a lot of opportunities to just sing along. And most people were very aware of the fact that I just had a baby. And a mm-hmm. lot of them were just really pleased that I hadn't let them down. Yeah. And a lot of them were just pleased to see me. So It was like my gig today. It was like on the understanding that if I need to have a break because I'm absolutely, me lungs are shot from COVID. Mm. Um, it was, she was like, whatever you need to do, it's fine. Like, so that was good. It's nice with um, regulars, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Should we go on to some gig talk? Yes. So, um, you've been out today? I've not been out today. Oh, you know, you haven't? You no, haven't I, I, ha- I had six cancelled this week. And to be honest, I didn't push to fill um, this afternoon show because on Thursdays, Jack has his swimming lessons <laughs> in the morning and I quite like spending the day with him when we've had yeah, swimming definitely. and what have you and plus he's been a bit sniffly this week and he's been having to have um nasal spray so he can feed mm-hmm. because he can't breathe through his nose at the minute oh, so him. I kind of just wanted him to myself today yeah so I went to spend some time with mum and dad which was lovely didn't rush to fill today but I have managed to fill a few of the cancellations this month with my waiting list thank god or switch to online it's good to have a waiting list, isn't it? I've got an online tomorrow in... Um, oh, it's actually one of your clients, Eleanor. Is it? Um, yeah. So have you had any good gig stories? My my gig today was really good. Um, like, it was quite funny because the were a home that can be quite unsettled. Yeah. And I was, like, rushing in to, like, set up as quick as I could because they were starting to have a little bit of a brawl. And I know as soon as the music comes on, like, they settle down, they just, like, completely stop what they're doing and they'll just stand and sing yeah. whilst I'm getting changed. And I was, like, rushing around. I was, like, I need to get my extension quick. And we were, like, rushing. So as, as soon as I put the music on, everything stopped because tensions were getting really high and people started, like, getting really unsettled and as soon as music came on it was like ah and they just started like singing along but then um halfway through like it was quite funny like I'm sure there's a picture of it somewhere but people like rushed us so it was like I was singing and I had like five people standing singing along with us I was like (laughs) like proper little groupies and I was like oh but um then and (laughs) you're like this um a lady came over and she was like hello and as, as I was singing and then she sort of like put her hands in I not a pants but like a pants as in a, a trousers and then like but from like the waistband and pulled out a dairy milk to try to give to me <laughs> it makes you wonder what else she got stashed down there doesn't it <laughs> i mean i was like oh you keep it <laughs> one i don't eat 
milk chocolate because I don't eat milk. But um, yeah, I was like, no, no, you you keep that. Oh, <laughs> That's <bless> yours. Her. <laughs> I know it's so funny, but then also it was a really good gig because like they were like crying and stuff because they were really enjoying themselves and yeah. um it was you know when you just get one of them gigs when you're like oh like I feel like every time we record a podcast I've always had like a really good gig so I can't be like I can't I'm not lying like every time it just happens to be like a really good day every time yeah. we come to record this I'm like oh it's such a good gig but it was like people were crying people were laughing there was dancing there was singing like it was just a brilliant afternoon and I was like oh get a call this a job yeah I've you know, you know what March has been um March has been pretty interesting. I've had one of my funniest ones was on St. Patrick's Day. Oh God, what happened? Um, well, a lot of the residents had all been drinking. <laughs> because it was oh yes, Day. actually mine were as well. And there was so much Bailey's and Guinness and Jameson's whiskey. Obviously, other stuff is available, but everything yeah. was Irish. Um, Irish cream and it was brilliant. Stuff. Yeah, it was brilliant. It was so much fun. And uh, I mean, early in the day. Oh, yeah. People were were really hammered well before tea I've, time. I've seen, I've had a home that's passed, that's brought the drinks 20 in at 10 a.m. Yeah, yeah. So it, like, it was a little bit mad. And what was lovely is I love, I do love my Irish show because you can have a laugh with it. There's enough familiar ones. Yeah. Um, and then there's enough sing-along ones. Um, yeah. But then there's some that, like, that you can really have a good Irish jig to. And I put river dance on at the end. Oh, cool. And, yeah, um, like and they'd got all the residents doing river dance with their feet in their chairs, like oh, <laughs> filming no it. It was way. brilliant. Um, but it was the first time in ever. I'd, I mean, th- this was a new client I picked up during lockdown. And it was the first time I'd ever been inside. Mm-hmm. Ever. I've always been in the garden mm-hmm. up to now. So I arrived kind of layered up, ready to be outside. And they're like, come on in. I was like, this is amazing. It's like, can I use your loo? Like, yeah, of course you can. And it was like, oh my God. So I went to the loo and I walked out and I realized I had no idea where I was because I didn't know my way around the Never care inside, home at all. Yeah. And one of the carers uh, looked at me. She's like, are you all right? I said, yeah, I'm lost. Where, where am I going? And she's like, you've been here loads of times. I said, yeah, but never inside. Like I know my way to the garden and back, but I've never been, and that was the first time in ages I've got lost in a care home. Yeah, care homes you can get lost in some of them so easy, like especially the ones that are converted, like the actual rabbit warrens. Aren't yeah, there? yeah, like so, like twisty and turning. You don't know where you're going. I don't think I've had a bad gig in absolutely ages. Like the ones where you're like, oh, you know, I see. I did. I, I um, I had a pretty rough day the other day. Um, did, and yeah. it wasn't um, all to do with the show. It was just a rough day. Yeah. Jack and I were poorly. I've had this kind of cold thing that won't go away, but I'm testing negative and I can still sing and what have you, but I've just been mm-hmm. feeling a bit headachey. And Jack's had the same thing. So I was pretty mardy. And it was in the morning. <laughs> and on my way into the show, I fell over. <laughs> and oh, I caught, what? You, yeah. you never told me that bit. Yeah, <laughs> right. I fell over. I am turning into my mother one day at a time. Um, <laughs> I fell over and I, I just, I still haven't got my balance back from the surgery. Like I haven't got my call. Oh, God bless you. Yeah. So I'm there wheeling my speaker and my mic stand and I literally just <laughs> go straight down because my hands are full, cut my knee up. <gasps> Thank- yeah. Oh God. yeah. I've got a dressing on it. Thankfully, oh, my, my dress was long enough that it covered up like the blood through my tie. <laughs> oh, so... And my pride took a bit of a knock because everybody rushed out to make sure I was okay. You know, and you're just like, oh no. I know, I would literally be like, oh, just, God. just bury me. And they're like, <laughs> are you okay? No, I'm fine, just give me a minute. So in I went and I set up and I hadn't even started yet and someone was saying it was too loud. Oh, hold on. I know this uh, gig, what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I did tell you about it. And I just thought, I laughed when you said like about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it's not. It's not when, even like I haven't even started yet. But you were getting you were getting called fat, and like oh, yeah, nothing can be worse after you've had a, a baby. Oh well, this was the same day, so but different gig. So oh, was it? Oh god, yeah. oh yeah, no, this you was always get it. It was a really bad day, and, and they're just saying you do get days like that though, don't you? Wait, they said like, that oh. my behind was as big as a house, <laughs> and <laughs> look at the state of that. Um, and I, I said you know cut me some slack my baby's due any day because I just didn't know I mean I think I'm going to be using that excuse until all the baby weight's gone yeah 
because they don't remember that I've had the baby already. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless I remind them. But yeah, yeah didn't, didn't, they were really know, rude. Didn't someone who does this job that we know, um, she always gets called like pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> she got pregnant, called fall pregnant the other day, but isn't she like 50? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what she? We need to get her on one time. I need to persuade her to get on because she, she she's just not confident speaking, is she? But by she has far the best away, stories, the best anecdotes I've ever heard. Like she literally puts every single one of my anecdotes to shame. Like she goes through the mill like every gig. I think, but she's so done funny. this job for like over twenty years, hasn't she? Yeah, we need we need to cook, and her. she very specifically does advanced dementia homes. Yes, she and doesn't yeah, do, she do does. the residential places. She she does the nursing and and dementia. And that's where so. and that's where if I might be so bold as to say it, that's where it all goes down. <laughs> <laughs> that's where a lot of the funny things happen. Yeah. <laughs> Bless them. <laughs> know, uh, but like, yeah, so I, I fell. I wasn't feeling very well. I got called fat in one of the shows and in the other show. They were moaning that it was too loud and I hadn't even started. And so I ended up singing with no microphone turned on and I couldn't hear the music. It was just... Oh. I haven't been called fat for ages and I think I need humbling. Like, do you know what I mean? I need to be called fat. I've just, honestly, it's, I've, I've never been called fat for ages and I'm just thinking like, it's coming. And when it, when it does, I'll be like, oh. You know what I think it is? I think it's because they only see me from like the shoulders up on the screen. I think they've forgotten what I look like when I come in, when I come back. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, not being funny, but my full, my uh, double chin's out in force on the Zoom. So <laughs> that's the indicator. Do you have a favourite show at the minute that you're doing? Like, is there any Ooh. show that you're like, oh, I do like doing this one? Well, I always love doing my musical show. Yeah, because we're trained in musicals. Yeah, I've added a few new ones in lately. Oh, well, we added in. I've added You'll Never Walk Alone. I tend to steer clear of the football anthems for obvious yeah, reasons. Yeah, I know, yeah. But the residents do not care. Like, I don't even apologise to any Everton supporters anymore. I'm just yeah. like, come on then, who can tell me what musical this is from? And they all, all sing along with it. It's a lovely song. Yeah. And I've managed to get it in a nice key for myself. That's good. Yeah, it's nice. My favorite musical song at the minute what i've added is easter parade oh ready for easter i love easter parade like oh it's such a cute song i need to revisit that one because it's one of those that i only sing at easter and i've forgotten it it can go to (laughs) no but you can put it in your musical show you know what i'm like it's like i only do danny boy on st patrick's day there's some songs i'll only do on certain days it's just such a cute song though and i love it like i I love when um, Dee, who was on the podcast um, a few episodes back. She was our first guest, wasn't she? Yeah, Yeah, she sang it once and I was like, oh, she sings it so cute. And I'm like, oh, I need to put it in. You see, I saw a clip of Jane Darling do it. Oh, did you? Yes. And she's brilliant as well. we can get Jane Darling on here? I think we can get Jane Darling on here. She's got some cracking stories as well. She has. Let's get Jane Darling on here. We'll try and get Jane Jane Darling if you're listening. Yeah. If you're listening, please, please come on. Yeah. You'd be a brilliant guest to have oh, wouldn't she oh, you know because she do you know what right when she's the what do you know what Jane darling give me like confidence really like, do you know what I mean? yeah no no but do you know what i'm talking about like when people are online and like jane like used to just say everything what we were thinking like yes do you know what I mean? that's absolutely sort of that's yeah. what i'm talking about yeah. like not, not obviously performing or anything like that but like she gave me the confidence to be like i'll say what's if if people call you out online like you call them right back out like yeah do you know what I mean? She was and a think, fantastic ally standing up for everybody during the pandemic. Yeah, when we were getting absolutely slated yeah, for standing outside. Yeah. Funny enough, though, then people are... <laughs> they're all asking <laughs> for advice again now, aren't they? Yeah, and I'll tell you who they ain't going to give them advice. Me! And me. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, the ones that were saying, oh, um... I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna do anything until this pandemic's over. And then it's over two years later and it's still not I wouldn't over. dare charge in a pandemic <laughs> <laughs> lol look at where you are now dear me hello not that <laughs> we're not that we're bitter or evil or anything but we just, we just <laughs> don't like being told that we're murderous don't like Funny me told that. that I've got blood on my hands because I'm standing outside of a care home about 50 feet away singing a song trying through. to put a smile on people's faces and pay yeah. my bills at the same time 
Okay, so speaking of paying our bills, lateral flow tests. Well. As of tomorrow, what is this madness? Exactly. Well, I I have some tests that last me a little while, but obviously when they run out, yeah, I don't know. I'm the same. I've been ordering whenever I can. Yeah. And my mum's been doing it's the not same. Like, yeah, well, yeah, this is the thing though, like it's it's not exactly stockpiling because it's like not like for a rainy day we need these every day yeah like sometimes more than once yeah if, yeah if the, if the homes are insisting on a fresh test if yes, they know you're some somewhere are. else mm-hmm. which is entirely their prerogative or they ask totally. you to register it at their home rather than yes. on your phone mm-hmm. so you have no text to show the second show yeah you have to do more than one exactly and some days i have two three four shows i just wonder if this is doing our nose is any good what shoving a stick up all the time yeah like do you think we're gonna lose our i don't think you can liken (laughs) it to like cocaine i think we're (laughs) exactly what i was alluding to i think we're okay um good i don't know i who's gonna absorb the cost of this though well that's the thing though like who is going to be paying for it in the long run if they keep being free? It's going to be us anyway. <laughs> it's going to come out of somewhere. I'm, I'm just, I'm in a real, I'm in a real dilemma because part of me is saying, of course, I want to keep testing. I want to keep everyone safe. And if COVID is anything like the last time I had it with no symptoms, I need to be testing because I could oh, easily totally. yeah. be one of those elusive super spreaders if yeah. I don't get any symptoms. It's true. However... Uh, was it 18 pounds a box that Boots were going to charge? Well, another 40. What, for the seven? Mm-hmm. Oh, you see, it's like a fiver, more than a fiver a test at that. Do you know that B&Ms have started selling them? A single test for 2 99 Yeah, but that's, it's, see, even that, yeah. even if we were doing it, that's nearly 25 quid a week. I know. On top of the price rise in fuel. And let's not forget having to heat our homes and electricity for online shows as well and doing yeah. our admin and what have you. I know. Um, and because of the cost of fuel, the cost of food's going up. I just I feel like, like I we can't literally... afford, <laughs> with the best will in the world, we don't run the care home business to run a massive profit anyway. No. Because you can make a, com- you can make a comfortable living. Like we, we aren't, you know, we... we you make, make a living we make a good living but, but that but part of that is because we do so many shows yeah we're you know we make a good living because we're busy yeah if you're not i see i i mean it's going to be now to the point where it's going to either be full-time or nothing do you know what i mean like all the yeah. people that do one or two a month there's not going to be not, any, not worth nothing it. in it for you no you've got to be like me and eleanor i think to have any sort of or obviously have another job. But then that massively limits what bookings you can take on if you, if you limit your, your days and your time. I'm just I'm like... T- I totally get it. There's so many people that took on full-time jobs during the pandemic and they're just too scared to hand the I notice know. in I know. and come back. And and I totally get that. I mean, it was bad enough the first time around. Um, I think we forget how And there was no pandemic are. then. You know what I mean? We, we do forget how lucky we are that we, we can do this full-time. As it would be people's dream to do this job full time. But I don't see it as lucky when we've worked really hard to get a business model that works. But part of yeah. that business model that works is having a price that 90% of homes can afford. Yeah. That still can pay all of our expenses. I mean, I've put and my a bit of a up. profit. Well, my, I, my prices are up. I've put my prices up for new clients, mm-hmm. but. I I negotiated that in January before yeah. oh, I demand January before yeah. do you it. know I don't I don't do it tax year to tax year I do it January to December yeah, and then I mean. if you book for the year you keep you get the same fee you know yeah and I've yeah. had to start adding fuel on and I've had to cut my service area down it, I just I don't know what else to do and I'm I'm trying to I mean I already do mornings and afternoons I don't know how more cost effective I can make it without having to put my prices up a bit but also I think you're forgetting the, like the pre-record sales that's another wage alone sometimes it is but now that we're allowed back in the homes are less 
oh yeah willing not, to buy them not, i mean i've i've got two zoom shows this week and so that's proof that they are still having them but we have just been saying that though that i would say a lot of homes are in lockdown again yeah. covid in my area is rife i yeah. swear everyone i know has had it yeah Every everyone i know has had it everyone in my couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it's just so easy. It must spread like wildfire. Yeah. It really must. Like I I'm just I'm in such a I don't know. Um, I was going to cut down. What what I had in my head when I had Jack was I thought I'm gonna cut down to three days a week care homes. Yeah. And then one night a week for my weddings and what have you. Yeah. Normally normally a Saturday, sometimes a Friday, sometimes a Sunday yeah and I had had actually got this weekend booked off and I've had to fill it I've managed to get a gig in Friday night and Saturday night Mm -hmm. just because I've lost six shows this week yeah I mean and every every single price all the weddings that we've Mm -hmm. had booked in every single gig that I have had booked in for this year was negotiated based on last year's fuel prices yeah and I just can't, I, I can't, I, you know, I can't afford to swallow that level of cost for the rest of the year. So, so yeah. I, I've had to increase my prices for new clients when they inquire. And mm-hmm. I've had to cut down my service. Like, there's a few clients I've had to say, I can't travel to you anymore because it's not cost yeah. effective anymore. Not, I know, I, I know you haven't got the budget to cover my travel. This job's never been cost effective for long miles. It? well it is if you've got a full day yeah yeah but i'm just saying like if you only have a couple like which most people do most people don't work as many as what we would you know yeah and and the problem is people do only tend to want 11 a.m or 2 p.m mm-hmm. um it's very I was just difficult glad that... to get a 3 30 or, or a 10 a.m so you could fit extra ones in I'd unless lost, like... it's a big day yeah i'd lost like two days work at the beginning of this week and then i won the full house on tumbola <laughs> that yeah recoup some of the losses Nicely done. <laughs> do you know what? i was like yes and i'll tell you what right <laughs> i'm like this is not like a sponsored thing but tombola right i won like the full house which was a it was a good little chunk wasn't it what i won yeah for the for 25 pence you know? oh absolutely yeah and it was in the bank like t- an hour later really yeah, I was like... They normally hold on to it and make you wait. Oh, those straight websites. And, and oh, a friend of mine the other day, they'll want eight grand on it. <gasps> oh. I was like, eight grand. You know what, though? Do you remember back last year in the pandemic and I was doing um, rock and roll bingo at Mecca? I was hosting. Yes, yes. On a Friday night. That's such a good gig. It was brilliant. And I was doing the place in Leicester and they got an in-house PA. So I literally just had to plug in my iPad, which had all the bingo games on, into their in-house yeah. system. It was brilliant. Um, but I had to be set up before the main night happened. Yeah. So I used to take my mum along and we'd have a game of bingo. <laughs> and my mum was just so lucky. She used to win all the time. And I felt awful because I was like, I'm working. And, uh, clean house. And me and my mum would go halves on the tickets. So mm-hmm. we'd go halves on the winnings as well. Yeah. So it used to be a proper little earner. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but... Uh, we, used, we used to have really good lucky streak. Yeah, I was going to say, you were getting paid decent money for that as well. And then she was obviously... Winning. I felt yeah. awful. We are still yeah. members, though, you know. Do you never know, what? know. I I love a bit of bingo. I do. People I do take the mick out of bingo. You know, if you work the social yeah. clubs like I do, people do take the mick out of bingo. But no, I love a bit of bingo. it's a right laugh. I, I do yeah. love a bit of bingo. Well, what I was going to talk to you about is, um, if this is nothing to do with this podcast. This is just a totally like random thing, right? Yeah. But you know, like when, I don't know whether you're you're like me, but do you know when you get the urge to watch Titanic? Like maybe once a year, you get like the urge to think, I'm going to watch Titanic. Like the day before you go on a cruise or something. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> I honestly never get the urge. I never get the urge. Oh, I do anyway, right? No, I'll I'll tell you why. Because it upsets me far too much because it's a true story and I'm a bit of a sucker for based on a true story things. And I can't forgive Rose for being so blooming selfish. There was room on that door for both of them. 
there was room on the door and I don't want to hear anything up. But this is what I'm going to talk to you about, right? Because this like blew my mind. And I've, wait, how many times would you say you've watched Titanic? About 20, yeah. Right. And like, to be honest, you're probably going to be like, I knew that. But like, <laughs> so, you know, the very end bit? Yeah. When like, it's like the end and, and like it goes to like the photos and stuff and it shows like that just done everything that she said she was going to do. And then all of a sudden there's like the dream sequence thing. Yes. She died. Yes. And Jack's waiting for her in heaven with all the people on the Titanic that died. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine? I like, I was like. When did the penny drop for you? When I realised that the people that were clapping and stuff definitely died definitely <laughs> yeah. died and he said she was gonna die an old woman warm in her bed and i'm like hmm no yeah so can you <laughs> so i honestly have gone like well 20 years how long is it nah, not 20 years 15 year with thinking like oh that's just a dream that she had because she was reliving the titanic days and then i realized and then it makes it so much better yeah yeah, because I just, just thought she was dreaming about Jack because she'd been talking about him. No, no, that was... Because uh, no, I noticed, like, the little, the little girl. Yeah. But I um, I found on YouTube, like, all the deleted scenes from Titanic. You need to watch now, them. Now, I've, I've not seen deleted scenes. Oh, my God. Right, okay, so this is literally nothing to do with our podcast. This is just us talking about Titanic. <laughs> right, but, right, there's so much, like unreal scenes in it that they cut and i will never forget them for cutting a lot of them right um so there's one where jack and the police officer that carl had getting a proper fist fight and that's why the policeman's covered in blood that had no explanation you know there's a bit where yes, he's getting in the yeah. court and he's covered in blood it's because jack smashed his head through a window because he was trying to shoot rose because uh. carl said to him oh, do you know this is like so much more Carl said to him, "If you can get, if you can get that that um, necklace back, you can have it." He was going to claim on the insurance anyway. Mm -hmm. He said it was lost. It's, it's out with the boat, and that's why he went after them with the gun. He gave him the gun after we tried to shoot them. Oh, anyone who's listening, right? What you need a wag. You need you need to put like Titanic deleted scenes. There is so much in it, and it's brilliant. Like, oh. And I, well, I would watch four hours of it. It's a shame that our, our podcast isn't visual, but M Michaela can see. I've had a cat just walk through the door. Oh, yeah. I can my see. black fluffy cat. And have you seen Titanic starring Owl Kitty? <laughs> no. I didn't oh, need to watch it. You have to, but my cat Maggie looks just like Owl Kitty. I'm going to I'm gonna send you the link and we can okay. put it on the page. But... Okay. You know, I just think it brings Titanic to a whole new level. <laughs> I love that this is this Starring podcast has just turned into us talking about Katarina after the Titanic. Should we get back on track a bit? Let's do it. <laughs> what else did we have to talk about? Um. Oh, see, I don't have any anecdotes off the top of my head today. I can't even think. My brain is a bit fried. I mean, I, is as well. I, I've had some really nice gigs. I tell you what, I am really excited about. What? Next week, I am back in one of my day centres. Oh, yeah. That I haven't been in since March 2020. Is that your Friday night? No, no. It's they they have a two o'clock and um they have different people coming in all week, you know, and they give them a hot meal. Oh, right, yeah. They have a bit of something happening, and they normally have me and another chap that sings that comes as well, mm -hmm. and um. Yeah, they emailed wanting to get back in touch. Oh, that's all good. And they've booked they've booked in for the rest of the year now. I've had so many clients that I've not been to in years. Get back in touch. It's nice, isn't it? It's too late because they're asking for like a couple Everyone of weeks. Everyone wants the Jubilee. Right? And, oh my god, right. If you're wanting the Jubilee now, you ain't gonna get anyone. Like I swear to God, I this this Jubilee, right, has been the most sought after day in the entirety of my career. I've never known a day be so popular. Pretty much. Like, when I say um, we are fully booked, I, I've had to start putting on my page, musical memories, everyone, if you're listening, <laughs> um, that I'm fully booked for, like, the whole of the... I've had to physically start putting that. That whole and week I've, is yeah, just crazy. It's a shocker. 
it's chocker. There's no I way would like to just it. just I would like to just say to people though, it is worth having a little scan ahead to see what dates are coming up mm-hmm. because like my two o'clock slot on Jubilee Day, the third, has been booked for over a year. Yep. Because somebody saw that it was a big deal and that's exactly what happened. It in well over a year ago. Yeah. Um, so people that, are, that I've had messages today asking if I can do two o'clock on the 3rd of June, um, that slot has literally been gone for over a year and now mm-hmm. everything either side of it all day from the Monday all the way through till the following Friday is like two weeks of just, <laughs> I literally get, I dread when the email pings cause I'm like, someone's asking for Jubilee. Always. And I can't give them it, yeah. but I've uh, got a Jubilee like pre-recorded show that is selling like hotcakes. Yeah. You see, I was so, going to have a little look at my um, VE Day show and have a oh, little yes. tweak around with it because that's yeah. pretty much what everybody's wanting Yeah, for the Jubilee. Yeah. And you know, uh, this is when like wartime songs really do come in handy in your British songs. Oh, yeah, they do. Well, um, in June, I'm going away to Ibiza. After the Jubilee? 20th. Yeah, you'll be well needing it after that. I've been away since 2018. Yeah, it's mad. I like to it? go to Ibiza. That's the only place I love to go because it's like far enough away that you really feel like you're on holiday. But really short plane. Yeah. Yeah, because I can't, I can't be dealing with flying. Like my friend that I always go on holiday with, she'll know. I've got progressively worse with my flying for some reason. Like, I don't know why. Maybe it's because I watch all these stupid things about plane crashes. Air crash investigations. Well, so basically, right. <laughs> oh, this is, I've got a story for you, actually, right? This is quite funny. But um, just to go back on it, I downloaded Flight Tracker right. to watch the war. <laughs> okay. And all of a sudden, like, it was like, turn on for notifications about emergencies. I was like, oh, okay, I'll turn it on. And then, like, my phone wouldn't stop, like, so-and-so planes in emergency London and I'm like oh my god and it started really freaking me out so I had to delete it because it was like the amount of emergency Londons that happen daily yeah they, they, they make you think that it's such a rare occurrence but actually it's, it's happening not. quite my a lot my phone was like buzzing and I literally like told my friend she's like well why on earth did you download that you're scared of flying and I was like I don't know but what I was going to tell you though this is a little bit of a funny story and um you know like things like happen to me all the time but um <laughs> I was just like, because I love TikTok, and um, we're on TikTok, and we did like one one video, and it got like quite a good amount of like views. Got like over like a thousand and odd. Uh. And it was a bit of when we were talking about um, being called fat or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, of course they did. <laughs> yeah, of course they did. And um, so basically, right, I was on TikTok, and it was like, can you can you answer as many questions in twenty seconds as you can? And I'm like, okay, I'll try. And it was like what color is the sky? And I'm like, blue. And it's like, what do you buy from a butcher's? And I was like, meat. Like thinking, right, okay, what's what's this? And I'd done the whole 20 questions and I was like, okay. That, that, that was like, what's the point of that? And I realized it was for non-English speakers. <laughs> so you basically did your French oral exam. Basically in English. Did, possibly, yeah. <laughs> Because sometimes they do like pop quizzes on TikTok, right? When it's well, like, the bibliotheque. Yeah. <laughs> Le sir et la plage. No, so basically, <laughs> it was like, but it was like English. And so, yeah, I was, I was like, oh, when I found out and I was thinking like, oh my God, I've just shown myself right up there. But I have been really, I've been, <laughs> I've been really learning Spanish for, for Ibiza because believe it or not, like you get treated like a queen if you can speak a bit of Spanish in Ibiza. Yeah. So I'm like just doing that. I get a little extra. My friend I'm going with, though, she's quite good. She's quite good at Spanish. Yeah. So we get by. We get by a lot. Like, yeah. Um, you but... see, I lived in Cyprus for so long, and every time I tried to speak in Greek, they'd just answer me in English. Well, yeah, uh, and... that's that's the thing, isn't it? When like it's quite a um, it's adapted to like a lot of English. There's a lot people, of expats like, yeah, well. there. Yeah. Plus you work you work when you work with so many different nationalities the one common language is english yeah you know what i mean, I mean you've got like yeah. people from romania hungary 
Bulgaria, Russia, everyone, everyone's yeah. speaking English. So what I can't get to terms with when I'm learning Spanish is, and don't get me wrong, I would rather learn Spanish than learn English. Mm. I can't imagine how hard English would be to learn. It's meant to be one of the hardest. I think oh, people yeah. do so well with it. Because you've got to think where, where, where. Yeah, there, you know I mean? there, like, there, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> and we just automatically understand that, but imagine telling that to someone who's here, like, French. You say so, that, but... have you seen some of the spelling and grammar on Facebook? <laughs> There's a lot of people that haven't quite grasped yeah, the English that's language. true. That is true. So what I can't get to terms with is the masculine and feminine L. Genders, yeah. Hermano, Hermana, all of that sort of stuff. It's quite hard, but then um, my friend. Do they who... just have the two genders like in French? Yeah, they do. Um, but I've been learning like the alphabet and stuff yeah. like that, and they've got like more more letters than us. Right. So they've got like L, Ella, Ella. So like double L in N, Enya. Okay. It's it's quite hard. So they, they it's it's quite like. I was I was literally like learning like this thing on and it's like an alphabet for like children and it's like A B C D A F A H A E and it's like a little and I'm like that's only if it's like a rhyme and stuff like that like parabola la bomba stuff like that if it's like a song I'll learn it and read it if there's rhythm and structure it's it's easier yeah 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 so um if it can be a song it's fine like la bamba and stuff like that but uh, uh, it is quite hard i am i'm finding it but i'm well you know what can... if there's ever any spanish themed days at the care homes you'll be well in yeah it's reminding me of my french themed days <laughs> but i'm like delving into my mind like trying and trying to trying to think of french songs that i know i found a really good french song the other day it's called uh chans elysee yeah oh chans elysee did you know that one yeah Oh, it's a really cool song. I'll have to send you it. Like, it's just like parody. Let's have a ball. So, um, it's it's a really cute song actually, and it's apparently it's like like a little bit of a French anthem. Uh huh. So you see, I do No Regrets by Edith Piaf. Uh, no, standard. I yeah. Um, Chanson by um Manhattan. Yeah. Um, and I normally sing Frère Jacques. What about Voulez-vous coucher? Well, imagine yeah. that one. That would be a good one for a care home, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Bless them. Did I ever tell you about the time that I was in France and I tried to speak French to a French person? No. <laughs> this is just another one of my could only happen to me. So I was in we were in the south of France before. That's where we used to go on holiday, and um, I think we were looking for the post office. And my mum was like, you're the only one that knows like enough French to get by. Because this is when I used to be quite good at French. So, <laughs> for this way, like, South of France isn't particularly like the part of South of France we were in. It was sort of like between Saint-Tropez and Nice. So yeah. it was like a little bit of a quiet town. And I th- it wasn't very like holiday makery. It was Not very touristy. Young. Yeah. Not at all. So uh, my mum was like, go and ask where the post office is. And I'm like, oh, mum. And so I'm like, okay. So I walk over, like, thinking, just, just someone I see. <laughs> I was like, excuse me, who is the post? See you play. And um, he was like, I don't know. <laughs> go <laughs> to the once English speaking person. <laughs> oh, God. Honestly, you know what? Like, Something similar happened to my mum and dad on holiday. My mum had been saying to my dad on holiday when they're in Spain, like, come on, you got to make an effort with the language. Yeah. You've got to make an effort. And so he got in and he was asking the taxi driver to take him somewhere in Spanish. And the taxi driver replied, like, right, oh, mate, no problem. And it was an English <laughs> taxi driver. It's like, oh, the one time he tries to. <laughs> Honestly, my my, da- my dad when we were in France before said gracias to a waiter, and I was like, oh no, uh, ugh, I was like, honestly, oh, I feel so like it's it's like French for me is like really. I must have spoke French in a, a different life because I pick it up like second nature. I w- I could absorb French so easy, but Spanish, I'm like, oh, it's so hard to me. Spanish. Yeah. But you and know, like, I think it's because we've done it since we were young, though, because we do it. At school. Yeah, French, we've done it in school, and like you yeah, know. five five years of French for me. So that's yeah. So I went to my 
20th anniversary from leaving my college. Yes, I saw the photos. I mean, right. We need it, it's going to come a point where we are going to be so obsolete for these new people leaving colleges. The standards that are in musical theatre colleges at the minute. Oh, it's insane. Yeah. Actual West End. Like, easily could walk straight onto the West End. And I will never get to be one of them old singers who are like, wow. To the new people, I welcome them with open arms to be like, you are amazing. And, and they are carrying this on after us. They need to be nurtured and supported. It's it's men. It's men. And I'll tell you always what, old is, men. it's always old men. And they always think that people like our age are seeing all the gigs. It's like they'll only have a book who they think they like. It's nothing yeah. to do with. And I'll tell you what, there'll, be, there'll come a day, Eleanor, where me and you will be so obsolete because all of these fresh young people straight out of musical theatre colleges are going to come and take out every little last bit of gigs of us and I'll welcome it with open arms because they just get the, the standard. I was in awe. I was like, oh, like you've yeah. got no idea how these people are like, oh, honestly, it was absolutely unreal to witness. But then in, in complete contrast to that, so... We're, we're witnessing, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I see my old college um, graduate showreels and things and mm-hmm. clips from rehearsals and clips from the shows and, you know, and yeah. you just like, my word, they're just insane. Mm-hmm. It is a long time. Training's come on. They're looking for different things. They're all just so much more acrobatic than we well, used to yeah, be. That's the thing. They're all legs nowadays. Yeah. If you can't do a tilt, um, if you can't do an aerial walkover I said no handed of... cartwheel or oh, sorry, a round yeah. off yeah <laughs> yeah can <laughs> we talk I'm... old school <laughs> basically if you can't wrap yourself in knots you've not got the job yeah so um yeah that's and and to be honest I, when I was younger I was quite acrobatic I could always do the tricks not obviously now as soon as the body started getting a bit more mature that's when all of that sort of went yeah my, um, my tumbling days I mean I, I fell over walking on Monday, so, <laughs> yeah, I think we've established Eleanor can no longer do. I, I I I tumble, but it's a whole different sort of tumble. <laughs> <laughs> tumble down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. So but yeah, like there's all this talent coming out of the colleges. I mean, how many colleges have we got? Do you think around the country that are Trinity affiliated, for example? Yeah. Twenty-five. Uh, well, twenty well, twenty odd. Yeah. Yeah, and that is about sixty graduates at least every year coming yeah. out to a really high standard and yet we have got an amazing massive musical in the west end and on tour still doing celebrity casting what is going on oh are we going to go there i am going there because well i am i'm, I'm not going i am incensed by it you're incensed i had tickets <laughs> <laughs> i would be get, getting a refund on not these anymore. tickets i haven't i'm not i'm not going I'm not actually not, not. So, yeah, Gemma Collins is being cast as Mama Morton. Now, this is what I was saying the other day. There is only a handful, and when I say a handful, I mean possibly three or four off the top of my head, plus size castings that you can get away with. Plus size mature castings. Yeah. Now, Mama Morton is one of them. Yes. Yeah. And why on earth, apparently, according to the producers, she nailed the audition? Uh. I don't see it. I don't care. Did you did you see her on Altogether Now? No, I don't watch. I can't watch anything that she's in. She sang "This Is Me" from The Greatest Showman on the care. celebrity <laughs> version of Altogether Now. I don't care if she was brilliant on it. I don't. Yeah. I don't care. I don't <laughs> think she should have been cast. I don't care. Um, yeah. like there is so many people that would have. All I'm going to say right is they better have a they better have an understudy that is willing to do nearly every show. Well, this is it. She's got a reputation, she hasn't she? She's left everything she's ever done. She's Didn't never she manage the jungle through. for about a day? Yeah. She's always left Dancing on there. ice, she left. Dancing on ice. She can't do anything. Like, she can't stick. And she... I, I'm I'm gutted, to be honest. And, and if I was... I'd be embarrassed. Like, what's on stage did a post. And the amount of, like, angry faces and the amount of comments. There's, like, 600 comments and everyone, like, what on earth is going on? Yeah. Well, it was the same on the Chicago official Facebook page. You'd be so embarrassed, wouldn't you? And if you were in that tour, you'd be like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. Because she'll be on, on so a... much more money than a lot of them as well. Oh, yeah. 
people that have struggled for two years to feed themselves and keep a roof over their heads. She can make that money doing an Instagram post if she has to. I know, I know. If she's literally like, if they think that having a celebrity cast and like that is going to drive, I don't, I just don't understand it. Do they think that that's going to drive the ticket sales? Because every comment that I saw said that they're not going to go now. No. What it's going to do is it'll probably bring in maybe a few hundred TOWIE watchers or a few people that are going to go and watch her to see her mess up because there's some nasty people like that. Yeah. And then all the true theatre goers who they are relying on as the bread and butter to sell the tours across the country, they're all asking for the tickets to be swapped. Mm -hmm. So, So what's the point? No, I'm fuming. I'm it's really how fuming. it's how I feel whenever they put um a celebrity from a soap in or anything like that. Well, it's how it's I you feel. should say that because Fear Brooks is in it. <laughs> Fear Brooks is, I think, Velma. You see. But at least but, she's probably had more training. Well, no, but this is the thing though. Gemma Collins did go to Sylvia Young's. She did. Did did she do anything? <laughs> no. No. There we go. Yeah, but she did. That's what people are trying to argue the corner of. Like she did go, she did train. Load, she loads did train. of people go to a school for a year or two if yeah. they can afford to go. Do you know what I mean? I just don't agree with it, and I think you can't compare that to the. I mean, I did seven years of training from eleven to eighteen. Yeah, full time, thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds spent in Mm -hmm. fees that my mum and dad paid and through grants and scholarships working until my feet felt they were going to fall off yeah you cannot compare that I I and everybody else that trained through the system till the bodies felt like they were going to break yeah Yeah. putting their heart and soul and their passion into it it's it's who you are yeah it's such an integral part it should not be something else that someone just fancies having a go at and because no. they've got a public profile, they, they get preferential treatment. It really makes me angry. No, no. Really and I am angry. so sorry to all of those other performers that went for those auditions. Um, I am as well. I just think nothing could be more heartbreaking. Than thinking, Especially right. the age, right? Because, you know, we're at that age now where we're pretty uncastable. We're not young female lead anymore. Well, I think we're in the horrible bit where we can't play mature and we can't no. be young which sort of no. in that horrible limbo bit. yeah and and men men get it even worse men get it yeah. even worse they're either dad or young romantic male yeah and then that in between now i've turned 30 i'm in that i'm well and truly in that category oh 33 um my playing age is 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 my age i don't look young i don't look old i look my age and mama morton is one of the few that women kind of 35 to 50 they yep. can get in there because yeah. people that do mama morton are normally doing killer queen and we will rock you and and roles like yep. that yep. you know mm-hmm. um powerhouse vocals but I've more got, more mature gotta be powerhouse that's why it's like makes no 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 sense to cast a novice no <laughs> this is like meant to be i don't I, I, I can't, I can't be dealing with it. It was bad enough when they cast Richard Gere in the film for me. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I love that film still. I, I love the film, I... but that's only because of Catherine Zeta-Jones and Queen Latifah, who are yeah. cracking vocalists. Yeah. And Catherine we, Zeta-Jones is a brilliant dancer. And the fact that she was pregnant, pregnant doing that, yeah. I'm like, total respect. I could not have done yeah. that. We've we've talked about this before on the podcast. Yeah. Like, the fact that she was pregnant and did Chicago and all. Yeah. Um, but I am going to see Le Mis in November. Is there any celebrity casting in that? Um, there better not be. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad enough when they cast Nick Jonas on the 25th anniversary. As long as the, as long as they don't put Helen and Bonham Carter in as Madame Tenardier, I think I could just about tolerate everything else. I was gutted when Master of the House was such a letdown in the film. Didn't it feel That's lacking in energy? So lacking, so flat. So flat. It's so meant to be. Flat. That's meant to be. That's meant to be the break from all the sadness yeah. in the film. And yeah. I was like left like. Anyway, this is just us now talking about musicals. We I know. Like, this we're is nothing. Totally off on the tangent. We're such. Oh, I know. It's because we haven't like. We anyway, Chicago, yeah. sort it out, please. And everybody else that's casting at the minute, don't 
do this to your performers. Don't sell yourselves Some of to us the have trained celebrity since we devil. Were three year old. <laughs> Don't sell yourselves to the celebrity devil, please. Yeah. Not worth it. You're losing it's the long run. Mm-hmm. There we go. Totally. I, I'm sure they're going to listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say that uh, the casting directors don't watch our or listen to our <laughs> podcast? <laughs> Although, you know, we we've we've gone up there a bit now. We we are getting we are climbing the charts of the regional well, podcasts. Hey. Woohoo! And we've we've had some uh, nice reviews. We've had more like ratings and stuff. So we, we we've got the ratings nice. now. And also, um, I don't know whether we talked about this before, but we've actually been um accepted on Audible now, so hey. you can download from Audible. Um, it's the one where you've got to pay like the monthly subscription fee but yeah. it's well worth it obviously to listen to us obviously <laughs> yeah and i think that also it's it's podcast and i think it's audio books so it's it's well worth the money I think. well worth it yeah okay so thank you so much for tuning in we are hoping to be getting these out a little bit more regularly uh, and get some more guests on uh we'll do what we can you and darling are you listening <laughs> <laughs> thank you for (laughs) tuning in today Uh, we hope you all have a lovely rest of your day whatever you're doing take care of yourselves yeah we're going to try and get back onto it it's just it's life especially Eleanor I do nothing (laughs) baby and business is very 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 hectic yeah I love how when we first started you were like we can make this a weekly thing I'm like okay (laughs) it was weekly it was was, until I gave birth and then it all just went wrong see I, I I I'm the one that sorts all this out um, and I'm the one that like puts it online. I, I edit it all and stuff because we do go on tangents. So even if you think, if you think we, we go on a tangent with what's left. <laughs> a lot you should it. see what's on the cutting room floor. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what though? I was thinking like if, if we didn't like, I was thinking of ending it at like season one. Yeah, we can't. There's too much happening. Yeah, and then do like a bit of a bonus because there's so much bonus stuff that I've cut out that is good, but just runs over time. Yeah. I could probably do that one day, I suppose. But um, yeah, so thank you very much, everyone. And we will see you. Hopefully soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye.